Hey everybody, welcome to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzapple. Alongside of me, as always, is my co-host, George Rogers. Hello. George, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm alright. Hope everybody enjoyed uh, Back to the Future 2. Mm-hmm. Today is our monthly special episode. Obviously, it's another top 10. It's just working out that way. But whatever. So we're trying to figure out things we could rank or 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 whatever. And because of the, what month it is and the anniversary it is, we decided to go with the top 10, our top 10 favorite Undertaker matches of all time. Um, we're two fans that are, two people that are big fans of wrestling and Undertaker is one of our favorites of all time. And this is the 30th anniversary of his debut in, with the company. And um, this Sunday is going to be the celebration of his career, pretty much, stuff like that. Um, the final farewell, they're calling <clears throat> Yeah, he, I'm going to use air quotes, retired um mayish whenever that last episode of the last ride aired yeah um which i think a lot of people saw coming that he was basically gonna say i'm done mm-hmm. but um but here we are here we are um now mind you these are just our personal favorite mm-hmm. top 10 matches these aren't you know ranked in any you know as the greatest of all time this, these are just matches that we personally like of the undertaker so you know, take with a grain of salt. Don't hold us to true, but this is just what we like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're not. I'm not going to sit here and say that one match is better than you know better than the other. Mm-hmm. These are just our favorites. Yeah. So, um, you know, I didn't really have a dishonorable mention, but we did talk about beforehand that it's mm-hmm. definitely the match at WrestleMania nine mm-hmm. against the Giant Gonzalez. You could terrible. You could also say that uh, <clears throat> that awful crown jewel match with him and Kane against uh, the X, or him against Goldberg. Yeah. Oh God, that was rough. But I, I didn't really. I decided not to write one down. So, um, evens odds. Usually. Yeah. So I'll start as we usually do. I'll start with the evens, and my number ten on this list is um, King of the Ring, nineteen ninety eight, Hell in a Cell, McFoley. Is it a great match? No. But it's iconic. Technically sound. The yeah. greatest match ever made. Sure. <laughs> you also forget that this match actually was only like 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, besides of all the stoppages in actual like momentum, mm-hmm. this match itself, the, it was only 10 minutes. Yeah. It, it wasn't very long. It was barely a match. Yeah. You, you all, I, I also seem to forget that the, uh, him being thrown off the cage happened at like the beginning of yeah, the match. Yeah, the very beginning of I the match. I always forget that too. I always, I thought there was like a... Kish- that was like a crescendo of a match, and then nope, that's <sighs> nope, that that's right out of the gate, bam, right where it's murder, murder, death for everybody. Yeah, not a not a great match, but it has to be on the list. It's I that is such an iconic mm-hmm. piece of wrestling history. My God, he's broken in half. Mm-hmm. But um, what's your number ten? Uh, my number ten is the Boneyard match against AJ Styles. Mm. I mean, it was a great way for him to go out. It was a cinematic match, yes. So obviously you could reshoot and get your better takes, but it was your better undertakers. What's up? Your better undertakers. Your better undertakers. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was very well done for what it was. I agree. And it was just, I mean, what what, what more can I like really say about it? Yeah. A uh, spoiler. That, that is one of my honorable mentions. Right. Because I too thought it was. You couldn't ask for a better goodbye. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, he's standing in the middle of the ring with fans chanting, thank you, Taker, or Undertaker, and saluting can, yeah. the fans. Of course, that's the ultimate way to go, but this really was mm-hmm. 
the best way and out on top. And it was a great it was a great build to that match too. It was. I enjoyed with, that build. With with AJ taking you know, calling him Mark and you know calling out Michelle McCool mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that was it was, it was a it was a great build by two great wrestlers who finally got a one on one match. Yeah. Like we won't get Undertaker Sting, but we got Undertaker AJ. Yeah. And that's still I mean, that's still really good. Yeah. When, when you think about it. Yeah, sure. I mean with AJ who spent what, fourteen years in TNA? Yeah. And we have we never thought we'd ever be like, oh, AJ Styles and Undertaker. But then, like when we talk about, we're like, but then when it started showing up that that was going to happen, we're like, you know what? This works. Yeah, this will work. <clears throat> no, I thought it was. I thought <clears throat> it was really great, good. Two great storytellers. I and mean, I, I think it's kind of cool that we finally got the hybrid Taker that he wanted to do back in 04. Yeah, when he came back as a dead man, but he kind of wanted to have the hybrid of, mm-hmm. of Big Evil, and um, and uh, and after we're done this countdown, we'll talk about the Undertaker in general and as well. But, <coughs> um, but um, it was it was kind of cool. I like I like the way it was done. Yeah, I really do. Um, and um, you know, I just thought of another match that could have been this horrible match. Oh yeah, Roman Reigns WrestleMania thirty three. That was not a good match. No, that was not a good. Not that no. any fault of Roman. Um. But I've said it a thousand mm-hmm. times, and Taker's admitted to it, and other people said that that match should never happened. That yeah. that match should have been at WrestleMania 34. Taker should have skipped that year and come back for that final, hor- like you know, a couple matches, and then that caps off his career. Yeah. Just, you know, if you want to put Reigns over, that's fine. But that match was just not good. No, it wasn't. So, uh, so we're number we're nine. Number nine. Uh, my number nine is versus Hulk Hogan, Star Series 1991. Wow. Also, not a. Uh, not a great match because Hogan, he's not going to be the best, but they put the strap on Taker. That was the first time. Off of Hogan. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a dirty, it was a mm-hmm. dirty win, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had Paul Bearer interference and you had Ric Flair and they were slide the chair and yeah. Taker and Tombstone on the chair. But you know what though? They put the belt on Taker in 1991 off of Hogan. Yeah. That's actually think, my number nine as well. Is it really? No, oh, wow. no, it, it's my other honorable mention though. Oh, yeah, but like because think, of that reason, yeah. it was the first match of but, Taker won like, the belt. Think about like 1991. <clears throat> he, he debuted a year prior mm-hmm. at Survivor Series. Like it was only a year, and they're like, you know what? Let's put the strap on this guy yeah. and see. Yeah, like, uh, fucking Hogan got it back at this Tuesday in Texas. Yeah, with a roll up. With a fucking yeah, but <laughs> still like. It's still a big thing because you know who was beating Hogan in the nineties for a fucking belt. Yeah, maybe Warrior who did it clean, sort of, yeah, but then Hogan still clicked that right at the fucking very end. Fucking Warrior, like it was, it was a huge thing, and it put Undertaker on people's radar. Like you know, this is a guy we should watch. Mm-hmm. And, and and boy, howdy, were they right? Yeah. So, my number nine is Randy Orton at WrestleMania twenty one. It's a good match. Yeah, I love that feud. Mm-hmm. I loved first of all. I loved his, the Orton Legend Killer. Gimmick. Did you see the special that they put up on the network about uh, their feud? No, really good. No, so you're saying we should watch it? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I I was a I'm, I've always been a fan of Randy Orton, mm-hmm. and I thought the Legend Killer gimmick was great, and I just this feud was great. This this match was great. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's it. A young uh, a young piss and vinegar <clears throat> Randy Orton. Yeah. And Taker one, you know, they did a fucking uh, thing together. Mm. Also, like the lead to, like, like the lead to that match, like they did, um, you know, they were supposed to have like a meeting beforehand and go over spots. Randy didn't show up to that meeting; he overslept. Hmm. But still, even after all that, like Taker still wanted to do that promo with him, or, the, or that program with him. So, you know, f- 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 fantastic match. I don't have it on my list, but I, 
I, I, I should have. Yeah, when I was making my list, I was trying to avoid WrestleMania matches, but then I was like, how could you? Yeah. Not that I was trying to do a 10 without WrestleMania matches, mm-hmm. but I was like, as I was going through, I was like, God, I have a lot of WrestleMania matches on here. Yeah. But, I mean, that were some of his best matches. Yeah. So, number eight. Batista, WrestleMania 23. It's a good match. Another good match. Another good feud. Um, I I enjoy, I love Batista. He's one of my all-time favorites. Um, but that was, a, that was a good match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't really know how to talk about wrestling matches on a podcast that we everybody has seen. But. Yeah, I mean, ten, I mean, <clears throat> you know, and uh, that was ten and zero after that, wasn't it? No, no, no. What am I talking about? Um, no. It's probably like thirteen or fifteen or something like that. Yeah, what year was it? Twenty three. Two. Th- it was the year he won the Royal Rumble, so it was two thousand seven. Seventeen. No, no, no. Seventeen was like two thousand two. Was it? Oh, I'm so fucking drawing blank. <laughs> no, 17 was not 2002. 22. It was 22. <laughs> or 23. One of them. What are you talking about? I'm talking about what number of the streak. Oh, number, I thought you were talking about like, what WrestleMania number it no. was. And 17 was 98. WrestleMania 17? Yeah, it was not 2002. Yes, it was. It wasn't. Yes, it was. It wasn't. WrestleMania 15 was 1999. No, it wasn't. You're an idiot. WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <hate you. laughs> All right, so it was 2001. <clears throat> Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking nonsense. But no, that was <clears throat> at that point. That was. I'm I'm totally drawing my. So he was 20 21 one, right after Lesnar beat him in 30. Mm-hmm. So this was seven prior, and he hadn't missed a WrestleMania at this, this point. So, this was. About thirteen and out, something like that. Fourteen yeah. and out, something like that. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, my number eight is versus Triple H WrestleMania seventeen. That first ma- that first one they had in two thousand one, when it was yeah peak Triple H, who was riding high as the fucking game, num- like top dog in the company. I'm gonna pause you for a second. What you were saying, WrestleMania seventeen? Yes. My brain was thinking WrestleMania fifteen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, that match for WrestleMania 15 is not on my list at all. That is terrible. That was not going to match. No. <laughs> he, he hung a man. He hung a man. <laughs> he, he killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Taker killed a guy. <laughs> but that... So it's got hot. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> wow. Wow, it's got dark. It's <laughs> <That's> Chris <laughs> Benoit. <laughs> but no, versus Triple H, WrestleMania 17. I mean, I think WrestleMania 17 is is a great card top to bottom. Oh, yeah. But I mean, this they, was... It's this, arguably the greatest yeah. WrestleMania in history. I mean, this is a fantastic <clears throat> match. Actually, it is the greatest WrestleMania in history. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'll say, followed by 19. I think 19 is the second greatest WrestleMania mm-hmm. in history. They ha- I mean, it's... It was a brutal, just beat-your-ass fucking type of fucking match between the two of them. Yeah. Fantastic shit. Yeah. Good shit. Um... It was Taker's first WrestleMania back with the American Badass gimmick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was, I mean, tri- Triple H riding high is the game. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's... Taker out of shape, long red hair. <laughs> but still put on a hell of a match, though. Yeah. Still put on a, a damn good fucking specimen. Yep. Uh, where am I at? Number seven, seven here? Seven, yeah. It's the Hell in a Cell against Mankind, King of the Ring, 1998. Okay. 
it's you, I mean you, you you said it all that match was just go 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 right from the jump with mankind coming out and throwing a chair on top of the cell and then climbing it mm-hmm. it's like alright I guess this is what we're doing and then being murdered and then being murdered Throw, thrown off the cell <coughs> through the cell and then onto thumbtacks yeah and Terry Funk getting chokeslammed and uh, when he hit the ground his shoes came off yeah, <laughs> all while on a broken ankle or a fractured ankle, something like that. Something yeah. hit an injured ankle. Yeah, because he hopped down from the cage and he saw him like hobbling. It's like, yeah, but he's still finished. I mean, it wasn't much of a match there, but yeah, he wasn't like, hey guys, do you mind if we take five so I can go wrap this? <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> it's funny because everyone always remembers that, but it overshadows the whole rest of that fucking pay per view. You forget that Kane beat uh, Stone Cold for the title that night. Yeah, you also forget that Kane beat him for the title because he lost it the next time on Raw. You also forget that Ken Shamrock beat <clears> him <throat> in the ring in 1998. Yeah. Because it was Ken Shamrock. Yeah. <laughs> so my number seven mm-hmm. is the 1998 In Your House, Hell in a Cell, the first Hell in a Cell, against Shawn Michaels. That wasn't 1998, that was 1997. That was bad blood. Yes, why did I write 98? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But, but I know what you're talking about. I don't know why I wrote that. I don't know. Am I thinking of something else? I'm, this is the match I'm, I'm... The match is correct, but why am I thinking of... I have... Of, of I 98 have, in your be, house. Because you're probably <clears throat> thinking of the 1998 Hell in a Cell with Mankind. You just assumed that all Hell in a Cell... Maybe, maybe I was you're just, just... You're just thinking all Hell in a Cell matches happened in 1998. Yeah, no, but I probably was thinking... Mm the correct match but then was probably confused because I'm an idiot when I was writing it down so but um no I mean this is a fucking lump <laughs> debut Kane yeah great storytelling here you're telling um, me oh, excuse me Kane ripping the door off the Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. you forget Michaels won that match yeah <laughs> you do lying in a pool of his own <clears throat> blood yeah which then this um this uh, led to the great feud of Kane and Taker. Yeah. Because I love that feud with Kane and Taker. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. You're absolutely... I mean, shit. It's... It's Taker's... It, it, it's Taker's best feud. I'll say that. Because mm-hmm. it, it just went on for so long. Even when they were tag teamed up. Like, they, they would still break off and just fucking start beating the shit out of each other and hate fucking each other afterwards. <coughs> but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have anything more on that? No. Pay-per-view? No, I just remember. I just remember Michaels getting destroyed the entire match. Oh yeah, just an absolute beat down. He took a bump off the cell too. Yes, he did. Not all the way off the top. No, like no, 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 no. But he still. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was still hanging from the cell, and then Taker mm-hmm. stepped on his hands, and then in Royal Rumble a few months later, broke his back. <laughs> no, was that a rum- was that the yeah. Rumble? Yeah, Rumble. Yeah, 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 but yeah, because he went over the casket. And he, and yeah, he, 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 hit, he hit his ass cheek on the casket or something like that. It was his lower back. It hit like, the edge of the casket. On the edge, yeah, yeah. Well, that'll happen. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking uh, of writing. No, I'm, I'm looking at the In Your Houses of 98. I don't know what made me think, like, when I was, when I'm trying to, like, figure out why I, that's what I wrote. Maybe I was thinking of uh, the Buried Alive match. It's possible. And just wasn't really paying attention when I was writing. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you're, fuck did I write that? You're number six. Edge, WrestleMania 24. Good match. Yeah. I was, at the time... People that forget was that was undefeated versus undefeated. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I would have been okay with Edge ending the streak. Yeah, I, lo- I love Edge. Yeah, I really would. But now, but that was good. But but mm-hmm. the Taker grabbing the belt—that was. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Or no, he defended the belt. <clears throat> yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Taker was champion going into it. Yeah. Because that's why a lot of people thought Edge was going to win. Yes. Yes, correct. Correct. Yes, I remember now. That was 2007. Mm-hmm. Right, yes, sir? Mm-hmm. 24, 2007? No, it was 2008. Because it was the year after Taker won the Royal Rumble. Because um, Cena won 2008. Yes, he did. Flair retired in 08. The rest of me 25. Flair retired in 09. Flair didn't retire in 09. Flair retired oh, oh, in wait. Miami. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, yeah it, was 2000, it was 2008. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number six, mm-hmm. SummerSlam 1997 against Bret Hart. Mm. The old uh, heart and soul build up mm-hmm. to that match where Taker was champion. We had heel Bret, who was who was who was riding high. He you know over the after the match with uh with Austin at WrestleMania that year, and Taker mercifully beating fucking Sid and, and getting the belt because that was a goddamn mess. Thanks, Sean. Your fucking selfish bullshit. Because uh, we were supposed to have the rematch of Sean and HPK that WrestleMania. Yeah. But Sean's like, uh, I lost my smile. Sean and HPK? Brett and HPK. <laughs> Sean, but, uh, but Sean lost his smile. Yeah. So, whatever. I would rather have, I mean, t- for some reason, Sid had the belt and then Taker getting it and then Taker and Brett. And that, a lot of people think that may have kicked off like the actual attitude error. Yeah. That, like that period, because. Sean was the special guest referee. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't, you yeah. know, he was trying not to hit Brett. And then he went to hit Brett with the chair and hit Taker instead. Mm-hmm. And Taker lost the belt. Mm-hmm. Which um, which is what mm-hmm. led to that Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. But a lot because the right of that, like Sean went, Sean went full heel and formed and started forming DX. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was, a lot of people think that was the turning point for the Attitude Era. WrestleMania 24 was 2008. That was the same year Flair retired. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it was in Miami, I remember that. Or no, it was Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Orlando. In the Citrus Bowl. And this the is Citrus Edge. Bowl. So. All right. Yeah, I just was confirming it on the uh, the page here. But, <coughs> but it was a, it was a, a, a really good match mm-hmm. between Brett and Taker. Mm-hmm. And I it, wanted to put and, that on my list, actually. And it told a hell of a story. <clears throat> yeah. Because he, he still had the feud between Brett and Sean. Yeah. And, and you, were, you were waiting for the two of them to just kind of come ahead, to, to, to come to a fucking head. Yeah. And Taker got caught in the middle of it. Yeah, he did. And it, started, it set off a really good a really good run on all three of those guys. Yeah. Well, we're up until about Survivor Series that year. Yeah. But the build going into that match was, a, was, was damn good between Sean and Brett. And even between Taker and Sean going into Hell in a Cell, which then led us to Taker and Kane. Mm-hmm. So it was really good. It was it was a really good runoff. A really good runoff for that. Yeah. So I love it. That was SummerSlam 97. Yeah, it was SummerSlam 97. I'm just making sure I got my years right. Uh, number five, uh, Raw. Against Jeff Hardy? July 1st, 2002. Ladder match against Jeff Hardy. Just Harvey. Just Harsey. That was a, a really good. I mean, it was, I think it was Taker's first ladder match. Yeah, first Probably only. first only ladder match. Well, he had that TLC match against uh, um, what's his nuts one time. Who did he face in a TLC match? Oh, I don't fucking know. But I mean, hell, that match basically made Jeff Hardy. Oh yeah, even though I was never a big fan of him. No, but it it put him on the it 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 showed that it showed that Jeff can do more than just being a tag team. 
It showed what he can do on his own. Like, yeah, he was Intercontinental Champion and all that shit before, but, like, to go one-on-one with The Undertaker on a main event on Raw, I mean, that's... That made him... And then he got the respect from Taker afterwards and when, when Taker held up his hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he fucking lost. But I remember... Like, one of the parts of that match I remember vividly was Taker going to give Jeff the uh, the last ride, and Jeff picked up a chair on the way up and mm-hmm. hit Taker in the head with it. Mm-hmm. Because we, a lot of people thought Jeff was going to win the title that night mm-hmm. because of the way that match was going. And then Undertaker was like, no, I'm the Undertaker. This is what I do. Yeah, you're dead. Uh, he faced Edge at One Night Stand in a TLC match. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's technically the same thing, but... I suppose... Also, Edge was champion at WrestleMania 24 until you beat him. Okay. Yes. Yes, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because I believe that was the last time Taker... Nope, Taker was still champ when we saw him at Summer SmackDown, like a year later. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're number five? Kane, WrestleMania 14. Mm. I wanted to put this higher, but this is a, this was a great culmination to that feud. Even though I'm pretty sure the few can barely a culmination. This is the first match between the two of them. Yeah, but I felt Mm -hmm. like this should have ended the feud. Thank God it didn't. Yeah, at the time. Yeah. But it took three tombstones to beat Kane. And Undertaker went over the top rope and and missed Kane and went to that table and died. Literally died. Dead. Dead. Um, 100%. But the build for this was great. Like, he refusing to fight Kane. And um, Kane setting him on fire at the Royal Rumble. God, yeah. No, I I, I love this match. I love mm-hmm. WrestleMania 14 as a whole. I think that's a great pay per view, an underrated mm-hmm. pay per view. Mm-hmm. So Texas Red, by the way. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Booger Red. <laughs> You're number uh, number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I could have made an argument with this be number one because I love this fucking match, but it's uh, Vengeance 2002 against Kurt Angle and The Rock. Match. This is a great, great match. match. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'll probably even say it by the end of this podcast again. I think Taker had his best matches as the American Badass or Big Evil. Because he wasn't confined to the gimmick of The Undertaker. So he could actually showcase his ability in the ring. Not that he was like all of a sudden doing moonsault off the top row, but he showed that he was... Imagine that he, he gets up and just a 450. Yeah. Well, like, what? But, but he, <laughs> he showed that he is... A really good in-ring performer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, this is one of my all-time favorite matches. I believe it was The Rock that won this match. Yes. Yeah, he because won. The Rock went on to lose at SummerSlam to Brock Lesnar. Yes. Yeah, because Kurt was champion, wasn't he? No, Taylor was champion. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In 2000, yeah, 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 because he beat Hogan at uh, Judgment Day. Yeah. And then retained the belt at King of the Ring. Because Hogan needed the fucking title. Yeah, because Hogan needed a fucking run. Yeah. In 2002, yeah. beating Triple H clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After Triple H is gone for a year, beats Ugh. Jericho for the title, and then Hogan beats him the next pay per view, clean as a fucking sheet. Because <laughs> he's Hogan. What, was it clean or did Jericho interfere? I'm in pretty match? sure that was clean. It was it was clean. Listen, I love Hogan, but he's kind of a oh my god. So I'm on the Undertaker's Wikipedia page. Remember when he lost to the Great Khali at Judgment Day? Yeah. Like. On his back in the middle of the ring with Collie's foot on his chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bed sheet fucking clean, my friend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Fucking ridiculous shit. It really was. I'm going to look it up right now because uh, 
Let's see now. Let's see. No, no, Jericho did interfere. Did he? But he, but he hit, but he hit Hogan also. Mm. And then Hogan hit, and then yeah, Triple H performed a, or yeah, Jericho hit Hogan with a chair, but Triple H hit his uh, his uh, his knee smash thing he does, mm. and it closed on Jericho, knocking Jericho out of the ring. Then Hogan hit a big boot on Triple H, and a running leg drop, but he moved, hit a pedigree on Hogan. Triple H attempted to pin, but Undertaker hit the attack the referee and then oh. attacked Triple H. So Sounds yeah, right. so Hogan did win via shady uh fucking circumstances. But Hogan also closed on Undertaker out of the ring, which I, I guess. But all right, so it wasn't fucking bedsheet white, mm-hmm. or or uh, clean as a white sheet. But still, Hogan did not need the fucking belt at no. all. No, and Ho- and Undertaker didn't need to be in Suburban Commando. No, still doing a job to fucking Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, your number four? My number four is the WrestleMania match against Kane. WrestleMania 14. Mm. For the same reason, I mean, mm. the first time we get these two behemoths facing off, not including a fucking one-off match on Raw between uh, the fucking Dr. Isaac Yankum and, and The Undertaker. Yeah, was it... Was, did he sure they didn't fight each other when he was fake Diesel, too? Oh, they fucking might have. Who Actually, they did wrestle each other. I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. He was. He was Isaac Yankum. My mistake. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was gonna say it was when he. It was they also won down Smoky Mountain when Kane was uh, the Unibomb. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, there was that, but it was such a great build. Plus, though, there was also the uh, the kickoff to the three pap- the three WrestleMania in a row attack of Pete Rose by Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Pete Rose. Sort. At least he's an A-Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's not in the one he should fucking be in. Yeah. For reasons that don't make any fucking sense to anybody. None. None. At all. But yeah. And Kane kicked out of that first tombstone. Kicked out which, of two tombstones. He kicked out of two, which, which was... Nobody kicked out of the tombstone at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Nobody was kicked and out of the tombstone. I like how... It was the most protected finisher for eight fucking years. Yeah. And then it got ruined. <laughs> hate to say, it got ruined in the Michaels matches. Yeah. Well, there's... there's False mat, f- false fucking falls left and right in in, the, in those matches. Yeah. Which brings me to number three, mm-hmm. the WrestleMania twenty five match against HBK. Wow, that's your number three. Yeah, when you see the uh, <clears throat> when you see my top two, you'll understand why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it was the best of the Michaels match of the of the matches he had with Michaels between twenty five and twenty six, and even goes back to. Uh, to Bad Blood 97 mm. and Royal Rumble 98, the casket match. I mean, I, I didn't put any casket match on here. It, it, it's hard to rate a casket match. I don't even remember Untaker winning any casket matches. Yeah, because he put that one, he put Yokozuna in one in, uh, in Survivor Series 94. No, Taker that, lost that. Not in 90, not in Survivor Series, he didn't. You're thinking of Royal Rumble 94. Oh yeah, when, and when uh, he ascended, when, when he ascended, when he ascended, yeah, yeah, and he was because because that Christmas no. time he was making the casket for Yokozuna, yeah. and he was like, oh, oh, oh. no, but they had that one at at Savarsa because Chuck Norris was the uh, huh. was the enforcer, and he cried to kick Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I cried to kick Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> everyone should, everyone should cry to kick Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. But it was, I think they, I think the reason why they end up going with him in HBK was from the end of the Royal Rumble in 2007, where it was just down to Sean and Taker. And Taker eliminated. And they basically just had a seven-minute match Yeah. before Sean went over the top rope. Yeah. 
And it was, and they probably saw that and they're like, well, if this is what these guys can do here, let's get a long buildup and get them at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because obviously they were going to go with Sean beating Flair in 2008. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was, it, it was a good series of matches. It was great. It was, it was great storytelling between, between both of them. Um, Sean's one of the best ever, and Taker is one of the best ever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one and two. You can even argue that Sean had a better career in his second stint. He did, even I though he, he really did. didn't title wise didn't do that much. But but <coughs> but at that point, when you're when you're at that level, do you really need the belt? It's nice. I mean, it's nice to have it, but do you really need it? Yeah. Plus, do you think they were gonna fucking pull that shit off of Cena and throw it on a yeah Sean? Yeah, that's true. Nah, man. No. Uh, you're number three. Against Diesel. Uh, WrestleMania 96? No. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I mean, are you sure? I mean, hey, it's your favorite, so I'm not going <laughs> to. SummerSlam 98 against Stone Cold. Wow, you got that low. I thought you were going to have yeah. that as your number one. Yeah, you'll see my next I two. really thought you were going to have that as your number one. Yeah. Because you love that match. I love this whole fucking. I think it's, it's a great paper all time. <clears throat> well, while I think WrestleMania is the greatest summer WrestleMania of all time, I still think that to this day I've made this argument. SummerSlam '98 is the greatest pay per view of all time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I mean, it was fan- it was a it wasn't say it was a fantastic match, but it was a great match with a great build. Mm-hmm. That was a great version of Taker at the time. Austin was riding high as the biggest star in the fucking industry, if not ever, but still biggest star in the world. Yeah. Um, they had the stupid gates that you'd walk out of. I loved it. I love those gates. I did too. Yeah. That was that was my favorite thing about playing at the Survivor Series arena in WrestleMania 2000, because by the time because they were making the game, they didn't have the set for for uh, SummerSlam '99 yet. So when you came out, it was through the fucking gates. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was. No, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Taker lost. Let's be honest. Not many people being Austin at that time. He did. Yeah, but for fucking 24 <laughs> hours. But still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which is crazy. And think about the rub that Austin got from winning that, too. I mean, like, you put down Taker. Yeah. Plus, Taker's still feuding with Kane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because late, earlier in that pay-per-view, he ripped Kane's mask off. Yeah. Remember? They, who was Kane fighting earlier in that pay-per-view? Was he fighting Mankind? It might have been. Cause it, no, wasn't it Kane and Mankind against New Age Outlaws? For the tag team titles? It might. I don't remember. But then, because then Taker came out and was... Do, am I thinking that this is the right pay-per-view? No, you're thinking of SummerSlam 2000 when... Uh, when they fought each other. Yeah, when they fought each other and he took... <clears> and he ripped <throat> Kane's mask off and he put it on the front of the bike and drove off. That's right. That's right. And Kane was like, oh no. Oh no. Oh, Glenn Jacobs saw his real long hair. He's like, oh, my face. It's like, oh, the Phantom of the fucking Arena. <laughs> your number three? Um, do you want to do your number two? Oh yeah, you did number three. Triple H, WrestleMania 28 and Hell in a Cell. Mm. I think this was a fantastic match. That match would have been a lot better if that was Undertaker's last match because it would have been an actual end of an era. And if it was Triple H's last match. I've said it before, and I'll say it a thousand times, if the streak was ever going to end, it should have ended in this match. Right. And I've said it a million times before, if it was going to end, it would have it should have ended when Michael superkicked Taker and ta- right into Taker going into the pedigree. That should have ended the streak. Because it would have been, it would have taken two guys to end the streak, not Brock Lesnar, who didn't need that rub. Now neither does Triple H, neither does Shawn Michaels, 
But you could have... Con- if, if but that- you could have had long-term storytelling with that exactly, also. Exactly. If you, you don't do the group hug at the end mm-hmm. for the end of an era. Because then you build up to Taker getting his rematch the next year mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Or later in that year, mm-hmm. SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Yeah, it doesn't you have do, to be at Mania. You know, you do like a Buried Alive match or some horseshit mm-hmm. like that. One of them goes away, mm-hmm. comes back in time for the next big pay-per-view. Because who did Taker fight the next Mania? It was fucking CM Punk. Well, that wasn't a bad match. No. But you could have, and I don't think anybody would have wanted to see Taker and Triple H for a third consecutive Mania, fourth time at Mania. There could have been some sort of long-term storytelling involved with that. Mm -hmm. Or that could have been the end of Taker's career. But I still, to this day, I think think Brock was the wrong person to put to end the streak. Mm -hmm. And it should have been, it should have been a little bit of a... It took two guys to end the streak of arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. No Brock Lesnar matches on your list? Um, I wanted to, but I opted against it. I inadvertently, inadvertently <clears throat> turned out that I didn't have any on there. Yeah. But well, sure as fuck wasn't going to be from that bullshit feud they had post-WrestleMania 30, no, which is booked like you shit. Mean, you mean when they were both laughing at each other in the ring? Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> a terrible feud, because Taker should have gotten his win back there. Instead, they put Brock Lesnar over again. Mm-hmm. My number <clears> two... <throat> mm-hmm. Is Highway to Hell, SummerSlam '98. It's, it's, the perfect. It, you're right. You're absolutely right. Not, not only is it the best review, it is the perfect pay per view. Mm-hmm. Terms, not to mention the yeah. the Rock Triple H ladder match for an Intercontinental Title at the beginning. You're absolutely right. I think yeah. it started the show. I uh, I don't know if it started the show, but it was definitely like in the middle because mm-hmm. Triple H won. Yeah, because then then he pinned the rock under the ladder and climbed up. I don't remember something. something, something like I'm pretty sure, it was but it was kick. like a regular like ladder from Lowe's. Like it wasn't the yeah. ladders that we're getting now. It was like the one that they use. But I I really enjoyed the build up to it, where Taker kind of he did that thing where he um, where he strolled into the arena. Like I think he passed by like another match that was happening. I think it was like LOD against I don't mm-hmm. know some fucking I, I get think against like DOA or some horse shit like that. And he just like walked through them in the match. I think he hit one of the guys and just fucking kept walking in. He grabbed the microphone. He did like that shoot promo in the ring where he's where he's talking to Vince. He's like, you know, you send. You see, while well, everybody else went off and you know for for more money and left. It's like I stayed. And I would say hello to you. It's like, but enough. Like I want what's owed to me. I want I want the title. Mm-hmm. I want my title. And then you know. Obviously, Vince made him jump through hoops as he as he does. Like you're gonna fish your brother Kane, you know, in in typical Vince McMahon fashion. Yeah. And it was such a a really great build because you still had Taker feuding with Kane, so that was still going on. Mankind's still in the middle of that. So you had all four of these guys interwoven through, all for Taker, all to lead up to this match. And what a fucking match it was! I mean, Taker and and Austin have fought several times, but this was the best match that the, that the two of these guys ever had together. I agree, I agree. And I, I, I mean, although they, they did have a good match after um, when, I think it was in July of 99, when Austin beat Taker for the title. When Taker was champion, when he won, you know, when he was you know, with the higher power and all that horse shit. That was a good match, too. Because mm-hmm. the crowd just fucking, like, the roof came off. Yeah. Because Taker was top heel at the time, you mm-hmm. know, with the with the, with the ministry, and that was basically the end of the ministry right there. Anyway, when in ninety nine, yeah, because the ministry started a few months after this paper. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um. So, the the um, 
Triple H Rock Master not open. No, it's not. Yeah, was it, was, it like a, was it, it like D'Lo Brown versus and Val Venus and for the yeah. European title? Also, the three matches on Heat. Just because I want to read these off to you. Oh, good. Mark Marrow versus Mark Marrow and a Mark no, Marrow on a no. match. Too much against LOD two thousand. But it, it, yeah, was it LOD two thousand with Sonny or just LOD two thousand? LOD two thousand. Uh-huh, wonderful. Brian Christopher and Scott Scotty Taylor. Yeah, Scotty Too Hotty. Grandmaster Sexy. Beat the fucking Road Warriors. I just want to let you know yeah. that too much beat the greatest tag team of all time on a fucking warm up match on Heat. And then it was Gangrel versus Dustin Runnels. Well! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then the Disciples of Apocalypse defeated Bradshaw and Vader. What, what a tag team. Yeah. Is Cornette managing that fucking team? <laughs> no, who, the Disciples of Apocalypse? No, because no, it's Paul Ellering that was Bradshaw and Vader. Yeah, point it. Paul Ellering was managing the DOA, but not the LOD. Yeah, because LOD 2000 was managed by Draws. He wasn't managed by Draws. He was in LOD 2000. Yes, but they just he was Road, he was Road Warrior puke. Yeah, I know. Awful. But he was on the the ring side for them. God, this, this is those three matches on Heat. They're just dripping. With yeah. with Vince Russo, yeah, they are dripping. And who won the Gangrel uh, horseshit match? Defeated R- Dustin Ronalds. The Dustin Ronalds. Oh, I don't remember him wrestling as Dustin Ronalds. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, because that's when he was dressing like fucking all weird and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, when he was being the artist formerly known as Goldust and yep. shit. That was ridiculous, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> he was having that. Identity no, but Edge and Sable defeated Jacqueline and Mark Marrow uh, in a mixed tag match later on. And an X Pac def- and, and a Mark Merrill on a pole match, and then X Pac beat Jeff Jarrett in a hair versus hair, hair versus hair match. Uh, Dennis Knight and Mark Canterbury were uh, at ringside. For yes, because they were. Jarrett. Yeah, yes, because they were Southern Justice. Mm-hmm. They were. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, you know when you go back and you look at that now with the uh, with the Godwins, uh, Henry Godwin, which is Mark Canterbury, what the fuck his name was, was coming to the ring in a, in a Confederate flag shirt. We're like, oh boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is gonna be good. And then Ken Shamrock defeated Owen Harper. I thought most rappers. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus! I thought that was a. Uh, I thought that was a a, a dungeon match. <laughs> it was Dan Severin was the uh, was Owen Hart's manager though. You mean you? <laughs> yeah, but I shaved my mustache off. <laughs> the mustache I had for all of seventy two hours. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> still a good pay per view. It was a great pay per view. It really was. Uh, so honorable mention, where you at? I I named them. It was it was Hogan in Survivor Series '91 because I put it on there because it was the first title victory for him, and then the Boneyard match, the first title and the final match. Interesting. We don't have a we don't have a match. My honorable mention, mm-hmm. Unforgiven '978 versus Kane. First ever Inferno match. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I couldn't fit it in. I really wanted to. I remember that because didn't, didn't, didn't Kane like fall and get his hand caught on fire and then that's how it ended? No. Um, And he was all like, oh, his hand. I mean, that's how it did end with his hand burn. But that, I I think it was because like he took a big boot. From Taker, yeah, but, but that's Taker, what it was. but Taker did that running leap over the ring oh, onto yeah. Vader, onto Kane and Vader God, outside. That was great, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, mean, I don't remember how they got back in the ring. 
No, they didn't at that they point because he ca- he booted him into the flames outside. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Taker got back into the ring because he went back in the ring and did his fucking pose in the metal. They probably with the fire the fire him. for a second. Yeah, like hey, we're gonna turn the fire, but we're gonna turn it back on. Yeah. yeah. But that's I mean that the Inferno matches were they they weren't pretty, but they were but. You had the right people in those matches. You had to have the right people. Poor Kane. He has only won one fucking Inferno match. And that was and, against and it MVP. Won, it wasn't when the house burned down. It was against MVP. Oh. oh. Storyline. <laughs> All right. What's your number one? My number one, you already mentioned on your list. Did I? Can I guess? You can Is guess. Is it Batista? No, it's not. Edge? No, it's not. Randy Warden. Just stop. It's the Vengeance 2002 Triple Threat. Oh, really? That is a... Th- that is a perfectly booked triple threat match. It is. It is. I, like I said, I wanted I mean, to... yeah, like there was a little... I mean, yeah, there was like that little hiccup at the end where like yeah. Angle didn't take the rock bomb too well, but when it's edited and it's put in perfectly, that is a great match. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, I, I love I, that match. I, I, I love wanted to match. put it higher, but obviously you see my... I thought. went back and rewatched that match just to make sure it's I was... Such a, just, just such to make sure match. I was making the right... Such a great match. One of my all-time favorites. One of my all-time favorite matches yeah. in general. I mean, he, he'll take her uh, as champ going in, Rock coming out. At and, the end of his yep. career, too. Right at the end, really, yeah. Realistic. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely right. I mean, that is a, it's 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 such a good match. Mm-hmm. And what was the rest of the card on the Vengeance 2002? Vengeance 2002. I got a... I'll bring it up here. Actually, I got it right here. I got it, uh, I got it uh, right here. Yeah, plus, who doesn't like that poster? Oh, yeah. Rock oh, John Cena versus... Rock in the uh, middle of the V. I wonder what that means. <laughs> it means Rock's getting pussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the Dudley Boys, Bubba and Spike, beating Benoit and Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Jamie Noble against, for the Cruiserweight title uh, against against Blake Kidman. Yawn! Hardy and Regal, Cena and Jericho, back mm-hmm. when uh, Cena started out, he was like wacky roll-up guy because he didn't have an actual finish. Yeah. RVD <laughs> <laughs> against Brock. Yeah. I mean, it was... Booker vs. Big Show, the Un-Americans, Christian and Landstorm. <laughs> Beating Edge. Ed. Yeah, I remember when Edge and Hogan were champs. God, I hated that. I mean, it I was it was cool for what it was, but I hated them as champs. It was like, because yeah. Edge is like, oh, I'm clanging and banging for 40 days and 40 nights on the deck of the Titanic, brother, with Andre the Giant, God rest his soul. Edge was great, though. Yeah, I mean, that was a great 20-minute just knockdown fight between three of the Against three great workers, three I mean, of the best. One of the best in an yeah. um, Undertaker. The Rock is no slouch. And two thousand two Angle was peak Kurt Angle. Yeah, he didn't have any of his fucking problems yet. He wasn't all like yeah. standing weird in the ring because his neck is five times the size it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's such a shame that. Yeah, early two thousands Kurt Angle was so fucking dude. Good. I love. Kurt Angle's original WWF run or WWF WWE run. It's so he was he literally cemented himself solely on that as one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. He really is. He's in my top ten. I think I put him in my top ten when we did it. Mm. I don't remember. Think of the matches that we never got because Kurt got hurt. Yeah. I mean, think about Kurt versus Brett would have been a great match. Yeah. At the time, it just it's a shame that they just never they never passed. Then I mean, Kurt versus AJ. Kurt Kurt. Kurt and AJ, didn't they fight in fucking TNA? Yeah, but that was uh, hopped up on pills, Kurt Angle. Oh, you mean oh, <laughs> oh, you mean if it was like 2002 Kurt Angle against 2002 AJ Styles? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, that, AJ got more refined as he went on. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still think AJ is the one who should have retired, Kurt. Owen and Kurt would have been a great match. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, man. Even, I mean, just... Sean and... Uh, 
Sh- 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 well, Sean and Kurt had a great match. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a WrestleMania match. Yeah, that's right. That was a good match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That was a, that was a good build-up, too. Yeah. It's a shame that like, nobody knows how to tell a fucking story in the ring anymore. Yeah. And that's and, and, what, like, and, and, and that's what, like, t- that's what Taker did in all these matches. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell a story in a ring. Like, I know people will fucking watch AEW, and they're like, oh, the Young Bucks, blah, blah, blah. I, Their matches don't fucking tell me anything. That's it's just the, them doing fucking spots. That's the biggest... It doesn't impress <clears throat> me at all. That's the biggest problem with AEW. There is no storytelling in the company. No. Um, yes, I'm... Well, let's be honest. We can see the writings on the wall. This is long-term storytelling between MJF and Jericho. But realistically, what's the payoff? This is this is a this is terrible storytelling. You know what this is? <clears throat> this is, um, this is like 1997, 1998 Nation of Domination storyline. That's what that, that that's what that is. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be MJF coming in, overthrowing Jericho out of the mm-hmm. inner circle, mm-hmm. and then the inner circle gonna line up with MJF, and Jericho is gonna be on the outs. It, but that's exactly where Circle has one tenth of the talent of the Nation of Domination. Yeah, and that's including them having D'Lo Brown and fucking Mark Henry. Hey, Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown was is one of the best. Nineteen ninety eight, Mark Henry. Yeah, but D'Lo Brown was one of the best workers in the ring. I'll agree to that. Not, I mean, yeah, he's a jobber, but he <laughs> really is one of the best workers that 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 has ever <laughs> done. Yeah, but when you yeah, and then when you look at the Inner Circle and you look at the Nation yeah. of Domination, I can name one other person in the Inner Circle. Jake Hager. That's it. I don't know who those other people are. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. The supposed Spanish God and Santana and Ortiz. Sure. A tag team, which if you played your fucking money right, they should be the ones who are tag team champions right now. Sure. Because if you're supposed to build up the inner circle as this great fucking faction, but yet none of them have a goddamn belt. Yeah. I never see Ortiz and fucking Santana having matches. Mm-hmm. Less on AEW Dark, which no offense, I'm not gonna watch a shitty fucking half uh Half ass fucking secondary show on YouTube for free. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. Um, see, now, <clears throat> going back to storytelling, and yeah, I mean, I don't want us to come off like we're WWE marks or anything like that. However, when WWE gets their storytelling right, you can't compete with it. Roman Reigns right now. Yeah, the only the only thing that scares me about this Roman Reigns storytelling that they're doing, which has been, I think it's the best thing in wrestling mm-hmm. in, in close to five years. This is the best thing that Roman Reigns could have happened then. Mm. It was him turning heel and putting arguably the best manager in the world. I, the best manager in the last fucking decade. Best active manager. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um, with him. I love that Heyman never calls himself a manager. He's always like a business associate yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. like an advocate. Yeah. I, I love that he my, doesn't My, my fear with, before we get to our number one, my fear with the Reign storyline is the payoff's going to be weak. Because you don't think they're it, going to be able to get the Rock? Because it's it it has to be the Rock. the 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 culmination of this storyline has to be against the Rock. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, and honestly, it's got to be against the Rock twice. Because the Rock needs to go over him once, and then the Rock needs to give him his victory at WrestleMania, and then the Rock needs to retire, right. officially retire, not say it on a fucking talk show three years ago in an, in jest. He needs like. Yes, I'd be okay with him giving him the victory at WrestleMania with just a build, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the build would mean more if The Rock mm-hmm. took Reigns down, but then lost to Reigns at Mania, and then giving Reigns the yeah. respect, saying you because, are you, you're head of the table now. This is because, your time. Because if they <clears throat> if they don't get The Rock, 
There's, there's nobody else they, in the Atalaya family that could, they, that could, that could then, do the pedal. Then what is it all building towards? Exactly. It's if got, you don't yeah. get the rock, who? It's not who's going to build it. You're going to have fucking Rikishi come out of retirement and give fucking Roman a stink face. It's not going to work. To be fair, they should, but not for not for the not for the culmination of the feud. No. That would be good to do at like TLC. Or at or Rumble. random or random episode of SmackDown. Yeah, but I'm saying like you could have that being like, ah, oh, here let me teach you, some, let me teach you some fucking manners. Yeah, and then Rain yeah, puts because, him down. Because you, here's what you can you you could have you could have Roman just bullying the shit out of Jey Uso right now, mm-hmm. and then have Rakesh come out and be like, listen, you're not going to talk to my boy like that. Yeah. Like I was running this shit back when you were still in diapers. Yeah, you know something, you know something like that. And then you have Roman, you know, I don't know, like like give him a fucking Superman punch or something. You know, just kind of you know. <clears throat> Take the fucking boots to him. Be like, who's running this? Who's running this? You know, how it's been going on. They have him just kind of go through the active members of the Anawahi family who can't. And then you have... You pull the rock in. The rock be like, listen, you're not going to do this. Yeah. Even if you just put put the rock over at... What is their February show now? That's like Fastlane or something. Put him over at Fastlane. Have him hold the belt for a month. Or, or, do, it at, or do it at Rumble. No. Do it, do it at Rumble. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you have a contract signing at Fastlane, which obviously would turn to fisticuffs mm. for the WrestleMania match. That's how you do it. Okay. Long term storytelling. There you go. There you go. Because medium, I medium term storytelling. Yeah. Because what I mean, because honestly, I know we got what is a, I know we honestly, got off on a tangent. What that, is your other true. payoff going to be? You're going to have Roman against Triple H, the Anawaii family against the McMahon family. You gotta have you, you gotta have you gotta have good storytelling for it. It would be want. an okay. It would be an okay feud. <clears throat> it would be an okay secondary feud, but that's not what you want your payoff. Yeah, today. you're building. You, it's clear as day that they're building for The Rock. Like that's the only mm-hmm. one that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, but then again, we've already got Roman against against Triple H. We got yeah. five years ago. Yeah, when Triple H won Royal R- Rumble. Yeah, but now that the roles are reversed and the storytelling's a little better, I mean Triple H, and it's Triple H's retirement match. I mean, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that because I, I think Triple H should go out officially. I mean, you can make it for the belt, but you can have Triple H be like, this isn't about the belt. This is bigger than this. Yeah. This is bigger than the belt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're number one. We've gone way, way the fuck off. Yeah, we did. You never we, said you're number one. Yeah. Michaels, WrestleMania 25. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of false fish in it, which is the only downfall of the match, mm-hmm. but... But it built up the suspense because yeah. I wanted to put their twenty six match on here too because that was even better storytelling. I wouldn't say the, Wait, ma- the match wasn't better. The build up but to the it build was, was yeah. better was such a because good, yeah because when they had that face off of the ring and Michaels was, and then and then Taker's like you know I want your career and then Michaels just looks at him and goes if I can't beat you I don't have a career yeah you know some yeah shit the like build that. for that match was better but this someone match just was... reminded Sean hey you beat him at Rumble ninety eight with a broken back yeah like come on man and and, and that bad blood. Yeah. Yeah, like, like you won, man. Yeah, you won. You won, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I do. I, I think it's the probably the second greatest WrestleMania match of all time. I still, I still think Steamboat and Savage is the mm-hmm. best WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah, but this is number two. But Fo- even, followed very closely by but even Austin with, and The Rock in nineteen. But even with the false finishes, the false finishes in two thousand nine. Still felt it still felt fresh. Yeah, it did because it wasn't happening as often. And at the same time, nowadays you what you you turn on fucking Raw or SmackDown or an episode <clears> of fucking Nitro. Yeah, yeah, I called it fucking Nitro. Call it Thunder. It Call it Thunder. Thunder. Saturday night, ma- Saturday night fucking main event. Yeah, um, sh- shotgun, jacked metal. Like there's just jacked and metal. There's 
there's there's false finishes all over the place. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck anybody's finishes in fucking AEW thing, because nobody nobody stays down here's for Here's the thing with this. Maybe the, maybe the fucking Meltzer driver. The here's the thing with young, this, with this match. the young cucks do. Um, this match had false finishes between two of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. So you could, you could suspend your disbelief in the fact that literally the two most protective finishers outside of the Hogan leg drop, which is the most protective finisher of all time, Closely by Savage's mm-hmm. elbow drop, which I think the Warriors only asshole to kick out of that. Yeah, out of eight of them, fuck him. Glad he's dead. Um, but Kane was the only person that kicked out of the fucking tombstone, I believe, before this. I mean, people were kicking out of the sweet chin music from Sean. Like, I mean, but it was still but, a protective finisher, though. Yeah, for it, it when Sean hit it, yeah, yeah. Um, to have that back and forth, um. It was great storytelling, and mm-hmm. I, it is. It, I think it was the best, and, and two guys in their forties. I mean, Taker. I think was. I think I looked it up. Taker was forty three, and I think Sean was like forty one. Both guys who had like beat their bodies to hell for their career, and Sean obviously a year away from retirement. Mm-hmm. Putting on this match was just. I remember sitting on the edge of my seat because this is when I this was the first time I remember thinking the streak's ending. Yeah. And I was not going to be, I was, of course I didn't want it to end. Yeah. But. Remember the end? I, I remember really the, entr- thought, the entrances in the match where mm-hmm. Sean was wearing all white and he yeah, descended, descended from up top yeah, and, and then Taker, Taker came, came up from the, from the ground. Yeah. 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 No, it's, I, I do think it's Taker's best match of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's our list. That's it. What do you guys think? Yours. <clears throat> we need to talk more wrestling on the show. We do. Really do. Well, we got SummerSlam coming up on a Sunday. Survivor Slam. Summerfest. 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 Summerfest with Jeremy Pivens. Yeah, well, so I probably I'm probably gonna watch football then our friend Kevin's on Sunday, but I'll probably watch mm-hmm. this on Monday. And then maybe we'll uh Maybe we can do like a small We'll do a review before our next the next movie review next pre- week. Maybe an IG story. Who knows? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Do it live. Yeah, that's um that's the end of that, folks. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of other wrestling fans will have, um, will have differing opinions. I'm sure they'll have other matches up there. I I was gonna put the the 2002 Hollis Town match against Brock. No, that was a good one. But it was either it was either put that on or leave off one of the other ones. Yeah, I, that I, was a good I, one. Just, I couldn't do it. But the first the first one back when Brock was still doing yeah. more than just four moves. Yeah, and three of them being a German suplex. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, hope you enjoy that. We'll mm-hmm. see you Sunday for Jurassic Park, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I've been Dean Holtzapple. I'm still George Rogers. Oh wait, no. I nope. wanted to ask you a question. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I want to talk about the Undertaker. More. All right. What is your favorite incarnation of Taker? Out of out of all of them, I'm talking from '91 to his retirement this year. And what do you think? What do you think his best era of matches were? I can't believe I forgot to ask you that stuff. I like, um, I like the, I, I, it's hard because I never really thought about what my favorite incarnation was. I do enjoy the American Badass Taker, but I enjoy him like when he had that heel run from the like end of 2001 into 2002. Mm-hmm. Like when he got eliminated from a rumble in 2002 and then just beat the ever loving piss out of Maven. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, <laughs> and then he attacked Jim Ross yeah, yeah. and forced Jim Ross to join the uh, Kiss My Ass Club. Yeah, 
What he's saying is like, what do you think you? It's like, what do you think you're better than me? Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Like, heel, big evil taker. Big evil. I enjoy. Big evil. If we're if we're gonna talk about the uh, non dead taker, those mm-hmm. what four years from was, 2000 to 2004. Well, 2003 is when he lost that buried alive match. Yeah, and he came back in Mania yeah. that year to face Kane. So roughly four-ish years. Mm-hmm. Big Evil was definitely the better version. Yeah. When he had short, he was the short hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he had the, the triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tied under, and he tied Hulk Hogan to the back of his motorcycle and drove off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, the Big Evil was better than the American Badass. Uh, just mm-hmm. he was starting to get back into shape because he was definitely out of shape when he was American Badass. That's why he was, mm-hmm. you know, had the the big duster, which I I did like, but he was wearing like the the, the vest shirt covering yeah. up because he was wasn't in the greatest shape when he came back, and he's openly admitted to that. But mm. um, my favorite ver- my favorite error of Taker is definitely I'd say oh five to oh seven. Mm-hmm. I think maybe even into oh eight, <clears throat> he was in the best shape of his career, even as beat up as he was, but he was just having the the title run was great and. I just, just, I don't know. There's something about that got, era of Taker. I, I also, I it. also have a soft spot for Ministry Taker. Oh yeah, too. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the Ministry of Darkness. I thought that was a, yeah. a great story. That was another match I should, I was gonna put as my altar as my, uh, as my honorable mention was the second Inferno match that they had on an episode of Raw. Yeah, where Paul Bear came out and gave that box to Vince that has Stephanie's bear in it, and then Taker <laughs> set it on fire, and Vince is like. Wah! <laughs> as he's like, as he's like yeah. crumbling back. Because I remember, uh, I used to, I used to like watch us with a buddy of mine, and he always had that episode of Raw on tape. So we would always watch it, like to the point that we had it memorized. And then we just started, and then we just act like fucking Vince McMahon with a fucking burning bear for like, yeah. ah! like, but, like but I don't um, know. There's something about like 05, we'll say 05 to 08. I don't know why I like that taker so much. I just do. Like he was, he like I said, he was in great shape. He was. He had a very simple ring attire. Mm-hmm. It was just the 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 the, the singlet mm-hmm. with the the tights, and you know I don't know. There's just something. About I was it. the the only downside I had. I had to make sure as, as as much as we love the uh, it's May Austin. Oh, son of a bitch! As much as we love Vince, Vince reveal as the higher power. Mm-hmm. It once he was the higher power, it diminished. Everything, <laughs> yeah, it kind of killed it. It kind of yeah. killed that whole storyline. We we would take her actually being the head of the ministry. That was yeah. just like, then they you know then they can fucking combine them with the corporate ministry, which they did like a couple weeks prior to that. Mm-hmm. But the, the corporate ministry just didn't really make much sense. Remember when Taker Pierce's like, eyebrow? Like, oh, all of a sudden the fucking <clears throat> Mean Street Posse are in the corporate ministry. Yeah, these fucking clowns yeah. who shouldn't be in anything. So, what do you think his best era matches were, though? Like, like where do you think his best in ring work was done? Because for me, it's big evil. I think I'm going with that because because yeah. we we talked about it before and I hadn't really, I hadn't really thought about it, but he wasn't he wasn't limited to like being mm-hmm. the dead man. Doing and the I dead can't man even, like I said I can't even say the full American a badass you know undead taker because he wasn't really having great matches when he first came back because he was also still Remember, sort of injured too. Remember at that point when he also decided to debut a new uh, finisher and he was doing the the standing dragon sleeper he was calling the taking care of business. No. Yeah, you don't remember that. You have to show me this when we get off. Of yeah, it was basically it was a dragon sleeper, but he didn't fall back. He just stood up and was just wrenching on the neck. I don't and they, remember and this they, at And all. they called it taking care of business. I don't remember this at all. Oh yeah. Oh but, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's all I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I almost forgot, but um, 
As I've said before, Sunday is Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And I've been Dean Holtzapple. I'm still, still George Rogers. And we will see you. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot to ask another question. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Good. We'll see you on Isla Nublar. Isla Sorna. That's, that's Site B. Site B? Yeah, there's a second There's a second island with dinosaurs They on. made two islands of these things? Two <laughs> islands. But the second one doesn't have any fences, so it's better. Uh-huh. It's safer. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, 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 you're sending people to a park this time with no fences and you're going to make the same mistakes. Ah. Oh. Bye. Bye. <laughs>